0: Faith, hope, love, <laughs> for these three things will remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. Welcome to the Bread and Wine Podcast, where we are going to chew like, a, like the cud on a cow, like a cow chews cud on these words. But specifically today, we're going to chew on faith. Um, and we pray that faith is imparted to you today. Amen. How you doing, Carl?
1: Whew. Excellent. 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 Doing well.
0: Yeah. Carl's having to walk through faith um, right now with his uh, vehicle um, yet again. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's true. There's like a documented journey of the the repairs of the Honda Pilot on this podcast had my had my car go out again recently um, had my birthday recently just turned 32 years of age I asked the Lord for my birthday this year to give me complete and total confidence in him and so here's what the answer to that prayer looks like um, Seth blessed me he asked me what I wanted to do for my birthday and before it's been in the past and is no longer in Jesus' name a challenge to receive things like that, where people are like, "Hey, what would you like to do for your birthday?" Um, and I was like, "Man, it would be really cool to go float down the river." Amen. So he he he's like, "Well, who do you want to go?" And anyway, we we talked and um, so him uh, and Tommy and I ended up going to the Duck River. Uh, to just float down the river for my birthday, Seth, that was super awesome, bro. Thank you. And My pleasure. Anyway, we pulled up to the Duck River, and literally, like, immediately when we pulled in, my car just shuts off. Like, we pulled in, <laughs> we're, like, vibing out in the air conditioning, talking about our day, whatever, and just, it shuts off. And I was like, huh. And long story short... Uh, there was no oil in the car at all. I got a oil change recently. and um, Something must have happened where the oil that was put in uh, just came right out. Probably the plug. So anyway, I say all that to say that the Lord answered my prayer by putting me in a situation where I had, don't have a choice but to be completely confident in Him. And so... Um, It's funny how when we, when we can recognize and we say, Lord, what are you up to in the situation in my life? When we look to him and ask him what he's up to, he will, he will, he'll reveal it to us and, and, and share things with us. So, um, I've got a ton of joy, um, about the situation just because I know that he is walking me through this and this is an answer to a prayer. As crazy as that sounds, that's the reality. Yeah, and the
0: beautiful thing about the whole situation was the next day, Carl was having to uh, house it for oh, someone. Oh, wow. Yeah. And yeah. through that, you know, that was planned, I'm sure, weeks ago, right? No. No. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Not even that. No. It just came up out of nowhere. Oh,
1: what? out of nowhere. Like the day before we went on the river. <laughs> oh, wow. Maybe the same day. No, the day before. Oh, wow. Probably something <laughs> like that. <laughs> well, they let them. Uh, there's so such
0: kind of people. They, they let Carl borrow their car for the week. So it was the perfect setup. The Lord knew it was going to happen. Holy spirit setup. Oh man. So yeah, Carl's fresh on this faith journey. I'm fresh on this faith journey. We've been really honing in on faith the past week, yes. week and a half, really because our culture struggles with it so much. So many people I've encountered, they have faith so much as it goes to their head like they believe certain things but it doesn't actually make it to their heart you may say i believe in jesus do you have faith in jesus do you have faith in christ that seriously christ will work things out for your life do you have faith that christ is involved in every situation do you have faith in christ for your life For every scenario, every situation, every decision, even when it doesn't go your way, do you have faith in Christ? Uh, And that's an area that he's certainly stretching us in right now and a lot of people in our community. And so we want to open that today and ask you, do you have faith, genuine faith? We say we believe these things in church. We grow up hearing these things, these truths. These foundational beliefs, Jesus died for your sins, uh, he forgives you of your sins, Jesus rose from the dead, all these truths that we hear over and over and over again, and we say we believe them, but we do we actually have faith in them to where it actually changes our yeah. life? Does it change your lifestyle? Does it change the way you think? Does it change the way you behave? Does it change the way you operate? There's a big difference. We say, yes, I believe Jesus takes away my worry, but do you stay worried? Or do you put your faith in Christ in the situation? We say, "Yes, I have faith that God will heal me," but, or I believe that I believe that God can heal me. But do you actually pray like you believe it? Do you actually pray like you have faith in it? Uh, so we we really just have been so wow. enthralled about faith, and that is the <sighs> that is the essence of our whole. Makeup of our relationship with Jesus—it's built on faith.
1: Amen. 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 And w- that scripture in James that talks about the prayer of the, the the righteous availeth much, and and that's just been such a huge instrument and tool in this like stretching that we've been walking through, and um, the Lord cultivating faith within us. I'm just thinking of even that night that it happened uh, with the car, like the first thing that I felt to do was to go and pray. And I've learned that because Mm -hmm. I've watched other people who are walking with God do that and ask him like, what would you have me to do? How do you want me to handle this situation? How do we do this? And so that's a huge part of, of stepping into the things that he's asked of you as well and stepping into faith in the areas that he's asked you as well. Amen. And part
0: of that faith is having to listen and obey so there there's many things that we hear from God even in, in the scriptures but also when we're seeking the Holy spirit there's so many things that he tells us but we can hear things all day long and this happens a lot in in the charismatic world people declare prophecies over people and we give people words and and it's great and it's fantastic but Many, many people hear these things, and even us we hear these things from God, we hear these things in the scriptures, and we say yes to them in our head, wow. but we don't actually do them in our heart. And faith without works is dead. It's dead. It's it's not actually faith. Woo-hoo. I will show you my faith by my works, they say. He says in the scriptures. I will show you my faith by my works. Um and so there's a there's a disconnect with with people in their hearts to their heads, where we conceptually agree to these facts about God, or we conceptually acknowledge them as truth, but we're not actually living them out. And that, to me, there, there's a there's a bridge that needs to be built in many of your lives to say, okay, I believe this truth. Let me actually live it out now. What were some of those?
1: in your life that you grew up maybe hearing in the church, Carl? I was going to say, like, just, just now, bro, like, when you were talking about that, like, it, this, this topic is just so much more vast than I was originally, like, anticipating. Like, I, I was thinking it just in the context of, like, my own life just because of everything that's on my mind right now and everything I'm walking through. But this does go, this goes deep. This goes into identity. This goes into... Oh, yeah um, the body of Christ being the bride of Christ or the body of Christ. And I'm going to have to think about that, man. Like ask me that question one more time, please.
0: Yeah. So we hear growing up all these truths in the scriptures and we get preached at and we get told things by pastors. What are areas where you just heard these things and, and you believe them? Like you believe them. You said, yes, this is true. This is valid. This is a fact. Wow. But, you actually started walking it out in faith. What were some of those things? I just was thinking we could open that up a little bit.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, to be honest, like that's a question that I feel like is being answered right now. Like it's only been, you know, it's only been a few years. And so there's been so many things I would say that, that are becoming exposed. Like just as a brief example, like uh, in church, I heard, you know, Jesus died for your sins and, 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 you know, you're saved because of, of, you know, um, this or that, right? Uh, whether it was having to do with baptism or the cross or whatever, that that's true. There's just so much more to that that um, I felt like I needed to hear in order to like understand and have faith in what that means. Like, first of all, John three sixteen says, "For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son." And so, honestly, a simple thing is that. <laughs> that I, that I, that I heard that I I didn't really have faith and was that God loved me like mm-hmm. that's really simple in, in 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 base level but to be just transparent dude like. I don't know. I'm just now starting to believe that God loves me. And and for me, that, that took him taking me back to like Genesis and looking at how he interacted with his creation in the garden. Like he made Adam and he formed Adam and, and it was good. Like he was pleased with his creation. Like it was beautiful. He was fearfully and wonderfully made. And so just just looking at the whole narrative of like the story of God and and, and how he has loved on his creation and how he um, yearns to be with us in relationship because that was the original intent was to be in relationship back in the garden. So. Um, I heard, you know, that I was saved from my sins and I would get to go to heaven one day. But what I didn't hear or didn't understand by faith was that God actually loves me and he wants to be in a relationship with me and walk through life and hard things and beautiful things. Like when your car breaks down, Hey God, like this is a hard thing. I don't understand what to do. Or, Hey God, you want me to do this? You want me to start building tiny homes? You want me to start a business, helping people with computers? Father, like, I don't know how to do that. Right. And so... Just this just the um that one part about I'm saved, I'm going to heaven, um, hearing that without the rest of the story, um, that kind of got in the way of me understanding God's love for me and and that's that's really simple and base level, but it's it's real. so from what what you're saying, what I'm
0: hearing is your faith in actually believing and having faith that Jesus loved you that has so inspired you to have more meaning in life maybe tell me what has mm, what has changed in your life from good. actually putting faith in that jesus loves you
1: what are the things that have changed wait, wait what what are the things that have changed from that revelation you mean
0: yes from oh you know yeah, going yeah. from i don't know if god right. genuinely like we say that we like hey you would actually say that if someone asked you, hey, do you know that Jesus loves you? You would be like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But believing in your heart, operating in it, how has it changed since actually operating in the wow. understanding and having faith and understanding that Jesus loves you? What has changed in your life from understanding that?
1: Wow. Honestly, I mean, so, so for me personally, and, and that's what you're asking, for me personally is... Um, it's shifted my mindset from operating as a slave to operating as a son of God. There's a difference for me between operating as a slave and a son. And what I mean more specifically is for the first few years of my walk with God, I thought that the only way that God would love me or the only way that I would know that I was loved by God, if I was doing a thousand million little different things for ministry and, and sharing the gospel to every single person that I, that I meet and and praying for every person. And we've even talked about this, bro, like the fear of like going into public places because, Oh my gosh, I have to talk right now about, about, um, or I have to go find somebody who needs saving basically. Right. And, and, and it's like, I was operating for, for a while as a slave and he's, he's, he's brought me out of that and set my feet on a firm foundation, which is his love. I I love, you know, the name of, of rooted because becoming rooted and grounded in his love, like the scripture talks about is so important and everything else is supposed to flow from that. But I would say, honestly, like, in in stepping into sonship, it's given my life meaning. Like I, I'm excited, dude. Like, I'm excited to see what God has for the rest of my life, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna have a family, bro. I'm going to steward the kingdom of heaven for the Lord Jesus Christ, bro. And we're gonna see him come. And and, and bro, like, I'm also starting to realize that because of that sonship thing, I'm not a I'm not a daggum orphan, dude. I am not an orphan. I have a family and I have a home and everything else is a lie. That means that me and you, Seth, we get to be friends for the rest of our lives, bro. The people that God's placed in our lives, like I can go ahead for so long, dude. I used to just believe that every relationship that came into my life would just disappear or I would mess it up or, or this or that would happen. But, but God's given us a family. And so, Yeah. Shifting that perspective from being a slave where, oh, got to run, 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 do everything. Otherwise, maybe God won't love me anymore to like, man, he loves me. I'm his son. I'm in a family. I have a home. Like, bro, that makes everything in life so much more beautiful. Amen. So, So for those listening, you can
0: you can hear the passion in Carl. You can hear the change. It changed his life to actually have faith in this simple truth. Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. Do you actually have faith in that? Or is it some cultural truth that you've subscribed to for the sake of your church or, or for the sake of religion or for the sake of piety or for the sake of getting into heaven? Do you actually believe it to be true? Has it changed you? Has it absolutely revolutionized your whole entire life? And there's times where we may come out of faith with things, too, where, you know, maybe the, the enemy sends a lie. Jesus doesn't love you. You're messed. But in faith, will we rise up and say, no, no, this is the word of God, which will never pass away. This is the truth. I have faith in this thing. Not what you have lied to me. Not what the situation (laughs) is trying to tell me. And guys, when we can start coming into faith, genuine faith with the truths of God and actually living and walking them out and not just saying, yeah, I believe in that. I believe in that. That sounds nice. (laughs) But like, no, this is true. And building our life on these foundations of faith, our whole lives will change. Your workplace will change. Your family will change. Your school will change. Your whole life will change because it can't not change. It can't not. It has to change because you're coming into faith With the truth and the living word of God, everything will change because he's making you into a new creation. But he can't make you into a new creation if you're lacking faith. For the scriptures say, without faith, it is impossible to please God. And so if you're sitting here saying, I don't even believe that Jesus forgives me of my sins. What is that? I don't even believe that. I've said that all my life. If somebody asked me in church, I would say, yes, I believe. But genuinely, I don't think I have faith in that. We've talked to somebody about that this like just in the past week and a half, who you would think is just, you know, on fire for the Lord. And and she is, but it's it's something she struggles with that she hasn't gotten full comprehension of, that she's not walking in. And so you can see the evidence of that deficiency of faith in her life playing out, causing anxiety, causing worry, causing fear, causing doubt you know bring questions like am I even doing the right thing like should I quit should I give up and just to let you know God doesn't want you living like that always second guessing always questioning always doubting always wondering if you're in the right place or wondering if you're doing the right thing or if you're becoming the right person he doesn't want you in that place he wants to bring you out of it but you have to meet him with faith in those things so there's a there's a part to play in your heart, where sometimes you just say, "I believe it to be so," and I believe it to be so so much that I'm going to start acting mm-hmm. a different way. I'm going to start behaving in a different way because I believe these things and hold them to be true. Uh, mm-hmm. And there's there's going to be opportunities even after hearing this. You're going to be accountable for hearing this now. <laughs> so get ready. <laughs> Turn it off if you don't want to be accountable. <laughs> but you're gonna be accountable now. Thank you Jesus. for stepping out in faith in the things that I truly yeah. believe that. from this moment forward after listening to this these words, God is gonna start calling you into things that are gonna require your faith and he's gonna he's going to even uh, bring to mind things where you don't actually have faith in where you're, you and a good way to tell is if you're not actually obeying Jesus in an area. You probably don't have. You're probably lacking faith in His provision in an area. If, if, for example, if you're sleeping around with your girlfriend, you're probably lacking faith that God's plan for marriage actually is the best plan. Like, do you have faith in that? Wow. You know, um, sure. it gets it gets very real on a practical level. These things that we struggle with, I think a lot of them go back to. Uh, a root of faith that we don't actually believe and trust God in this area. So we're not willing to give it to
1: him. It's really, really good. Yeah. Wow. And, and yeah, I just feel like the Lord wants to encourage us right, uh, right now. And, and, and all of you guys as well. And I just keep hearing that scripture as Seth's been talking. Um, it says that, that we love because he first loved us. And so I heard somebody else talking this week and they said, um, it has to start with you. It has to be you first. And in my my flesh was like, I don't know if that's true. Like it can't be about me first, right? The first should be last and last should be first. And that's true. Like we are to put others before ourselves. However, Jesus said freely give and freely receive, right? Freely. um, We freely give because we freely receive. What I'm saying is that we can't give away something that we haven't received. Because people that are loved and know that they're loved, they love people. People who have been freed, they free people. And so people that are healed can heal people, right? And so we have to receive this first. We have to receive his love first and have faith in that first so that we can freely give what we have freely received. And and I just want to encourage you because trust me, it's been years of, of chasing after understanding God's love for me with everything that I have. And has there been times where I've strived for that? Absolutely. On repeat, a number of times for a long time. However, I knew that it that, that it, there was something off and that I wasn't receiving God's love the way that he wanted me to. And, and so do you know what I did? when those times came and I caught myself in striving, I came back to the Lord and I kept running after this with everything I had because, because I I go to this verse often in in my own thinking when I'm like, Oh, what should I do? What should I do? Where do I go? Who do I run to? When the disciples, um, were with the lord and he said eat my flesh and drink my blood and everybody ran away from him because it sounded so crazy and then he asks his disciples are you going to run away from me too and they he said he said lord you have the words to eternal life where else would we go and so that's how it is with God's love. Like we have to continually go to Jesus with the understanding that he alone has the words to eternal life. Where else will we go? And I just want you to know that this revelation of God's love is for you. It is for you. He who gave us his son, will he not freely give us all things is what the Bible says. And so receive the love of the father Because this is going to change everything in your life. This will change your faith. This will change your hope. And this will change your love in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. And that's the beautiful thing about these three things that will never pass away. Faith, hope, and love, they all work together at the same time inspiring each other. Your faith gives you reason to love. Your love for Jesus gives you reason to have faith. Your hope for the coming kingdom and the redemption of your bodies gives you reason to have faith, but also your faith gives you reason to hope. <laughs> and so, these these things never pass away, and they're always working together to inspire the other one. Uh, so, faith, hope, and love. This is even how Paul measures uh, a church body that he's helped construct. Do they have faith in Christ? Do they have hope? that is enduring and is looking to Christ and do they have love for one another? Do they have love for Christ? Uh, so these three things, do you have them in your life? Uh, and I wanted to mention as well, particularly on faith, faith is not going to always line up with logic. Like it's just not. Carl, I I feel like we should share a couple stories where God has asked us to do something in faith. Or there's been a moment where we can either choose in faith to believe the word of God in the scriptures and act on that, or we can trust our logic. Because our culture, I mean, we're, we're a Greek style culture where everything we do is built on logic. If it's not logical, it doesn't make sense. So faith yeah. will defy logic all the time. So I just mm. wanted to share some stories that would help build people's faith if you have any on your heart right now,
1: I'm, I'm going to have to pray on that. Actually. Do you have any on your heart right now? Let me think. Right. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> um, I mean, you know, there's, there's been big life moves and, and I'll just be honest. Like a lot of the yeses that I've given to the Lord in this area, I'm in the middle of walking through them. And so like, just for example, starting the business or, um, trusting God for the vehicle or, um, walking into relationships with the body of Christ, dude. So that's, that's when I could testify to, um, because of all the stuff I was sharing about the, the slavery mentality and feeling like an orphan. Um, but knowing that that wasn't true because the word of God said otherwise, it was really challenging for me to step into relationship bro with you or the people in, um, our community. Um, it was challenging for me to do that because there was this huge fear that I would be rejected or I wouldn't fit or this or that. And so by faith in, in what the Lord had spoken to me in his word through dreams that people, uh, shared with me about my situation or this or that, right? Uh, maybe even words that I'd received from the Lord through people. Um, I chose to step into relationship with Christ's body regardless of how my feelings felt because bro, like I would love to tell you that it was all uh, rainbows and butterflies stepping into relationship with the body of Christ, but it wasn't for me, man. I just knew that he had the words to eternal life and that he was the only thing that was real to me anymore. So I had to step into deeper relationship with people. I had to step into um, community. And I, I recognized that the only way I would get to the things that he had spoken was with his body. I couldn't do the things he'd asked me to do alone. Mm. And so by faith, I had to step into, you know, relationship with people. That's that's simple, but it's real. Amen.
0: Yeah, I've got a have got a big one, I guess, a big life event and some, you know, more smaller life event I could share. But I'll be brief as brief as possible. So, senior year of high school, I was trying to figure out what God wanted me to do. In my heart, just to be very real, I wanted to make a lot of money and be a doctor and do that whole thing. And uh I'd got accepted to very prestigious medical school, but just felt like God was like that's not it. And so I said no to that, and I still didn't know what I was going to do. And I got home one night and I was you know just looking up at the sky. I actually was screaming and yelling at God because I was just frustrated because like I applied to all these schools. I, you know, was going to do the doctor route and, uh, but I still wasn't sure if that's what he wanted me to do. I had this inkling in the back of my mind, like, Oh, he wants me to give him my career and, and actually, you know, serve him in ministry or, uh, whatever that I didn't know what that looked like at the time. But anyways, I was in the middle of my screaming at god because i had to make a decision like within the next week of where i was gonna go like what i was gonna do with my life like Mm. what direction it was gonna go and i heard read ecclesiastes so i ran upstairs threw open the book and it was talking about the meaninglessness of just pursuing pleasure and wealth and gain in life and in that moment god met me and said you are basically wanting to do this doctor thing yes you want to help people yes you want to share my gospel yes you want to bring healing to people but your main motivation is this is money. And I came to the realization of that and I just started weeping. And I I said, okay, God, what do you mean to do? And he said, preach the gospel. Like that was it. And so I changed everything. I had this whole trajectory of life planned out. I'm going to go to school for, you know, eight to 12 years. I'm going to make a bunch of money, have a big house, and I'm going to get to heal people and do this whole thing with God. And in that moment, I had to completely change everything that I thought. All my, you know, hopes and dreams and grandeur visions of what I was to become one day just crucified them on the altar in faith and said, "Okay, Father, I will step out in this." And so here's what happened. Here was the cool thing: how God answered back. So at the time, I thought I had to go to ministry school um, to, you know, serve the Lord, which is not true don't come under that, but at the time I did, and so I had applied to the school where my future wife was applying to just for the heck of it, I had tried to be on the track team, Um, I had tried to be in the honors program, and they both said no, and it was astronomically expensive for my family, could not afford it, and so I had basically just said that's, there's no way, but it was the only school I had applied to that had a ministry program, and so I was like, okay, uh, God, you're going to have to like make a make a big thing happen here. And so I tried again. After this newfound faith and journey and hope in what I was actually being called to, the honors program said, "Actually, we made a mistake. You are in." The track coach said, "Hey man, we're going to give you a shot." And scholarships came flooding in. I almost paid nothing to go to this school. After I Said to the Lord in faith, Yes, I give you my yes. He moved mountains because of my yes and my faith in what he was calling me into. Uh, so th- there's one example where I gave the Lord my faith and I gave him my career and he provided and <laughs> came through. That's even why I'm here right now, is because of that moment of faith on my floor in the bathroom saying yes to God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Um what I think is so cool about that story is that you wanted to be a doctor and you wanted to heal people and he said yes to that desire in your heart. Bro, that's what you do. Like that's that's what you do. <laughs> you heal people. You are a doctor, bro. <laughs> you really are. Amen. You are more of a doctor than most doctors Mm. because you're offering people healing body mind and spirit by preaching the gospel which is exactly what he told you to do (laughs) when you said what do i do because your heart's desire said i want to be a doctor and he's like preach the gospel and in that here we are and you are bro so thank you amen and thank you jesus that you're using seth to heal people
0: And the crazy thing about it is I cannot even stand the sight of blood. or I mean, I change my son's diaper, and I just about throw up every time. And I was thinking about being a doctor where I'm going to have to deal with that stuff all day, every day. (laughs) The Lord knew so much better. And so if there's an area where you're lacking faith or not willing to put your faith, trust me on this. God knows so much better than you he he's seen it like he knows you better than you know you he knows what you want better than what you know you want yeah (laughs) Yeah. if you can have faith in that and just believe that it makes it so much easier to do the things he asked you to do
1: amen and i am thankful for doctors by the way me too yeah thank god for doctors amen (laughs)
0: is there any other stories you got on your heart um i mean dude there's so many, there's so many for you. <laughs> I mean, just just share the one about God saying, you know, go drive around and do this crazy thing. Like just something oh. like that, you
1: know? Oh, wow. Anything like that, that where that it's just been like, just
0: like God tells you to do something and you're just like, okay, you're like, why am I doing this? Something Bro. that it, it completely defies logic. Like you have a story like that every single day just about. So wow. just something like that. I, I would just, it would be awesome for them to hear that before we end this podcast.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, so one of the cool things about being a son of God is that life is an adventure. I was just talking with a friend recently and she was like, I don't know how people who aren't believers have any fun in life. Like what do they do? Like, with God, everything is an adventure. And sometimes, like, something that I like to do personally is I like to just just get alone with God and in, in, in whatever that is. So, anyway, not too long ago, I woke up one morning, and I went into my prayer room at home, and um, I was praying and just talking to God and trying to listen. And I um, felt like he was like, hey, I want you to drive down to uh, <laughs> Mobile, Alabama, Alabama and go to a church service down there. I saw something online and uh, just felt impressed to do that. I want you to go to this church. And so I had just gotten an oil change. (laughs) So this is recent. And I took nothing, dude. I got into my car. I didn't take anything. I didn't take a change of clothes. I just got my car and I drove to Mobile, Alabama. How many
0: hours of drive? Driving is that?
1: Um, it was I don't know, like seven hours, something like that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Seven and a half hours. Just to paint the picture. Yeah, sure. And and so I get to the church that the Lord highlighted to me and there was no church service going on <laughs> I drove straight there. I got there on time because it was supposed to start at six thirty, according to my understanding and my logic. And there was no one there. I mean, no one, bro. I was like, maybe there's some prophet who's going to be standing out here waiting for me or something glorious. But there was not a car in the parking lot, bro. And so I just walked around. I was like, Lord, why am I here? What the heck? And, you know, obviously I, I was listening to the Holy Spirit the whole time and just asking him, what are you trying to say? So I was paying attention to, you know, a whole lot of stuff. I had a whole bunch of notes from that trip, but. Anyway, um, I ended up just taking, um, that, that day and, and, and just spending time with the Lord and just drove to the ocean. And, um, I had some really special time with, with my father, with the Lord. Um, I haven't been to the ocean in a long time. What if God, what if God just wanted some alone time with me? What if it was that simple? Does he love us that much? Could it be? Does he love us that much? He does. He loves us that much, guys. And so I just drove down there and um, right in a moment like that where logic goes out the window, you can choose to remain in faith and in hope and in love, or you can fret and panic. But in him, we have life, we have hope, we have love, we have faith. And yeah. so I had an excellent time, dude. I just, I chilled out in Golf Shores and ended up driving over to Golf Shores after that. And Amen. Um, it was really special, man. It, it meant a lot. And so, yeah, I actually even found a, a shirt for my dad for Father's Day. <laughs> it was a, there was a significant place that my father had been to. And that's how I knew that I was where I was supposed to be because I was driving around and there was this place called the Pink Pony. And uh, my dad had just given me a sweatshirt with the exact logo that said the pink pony last time I was up in Indianapolis. And so that was how I knew I was where I was supposed to be. And so, um, anyway, also got to spend, uh, the, uh, 4th of July. Well, not the 4th, but, um, our our 4th of July party, he was there for that. And he and I had matching shirts on because the Lord had me drive down there. And, um, I know that that shirt was special to my dad. So God's God's special, bro. He's very intentional. And, um. anyway yeah ask the Lord do do something uh, radical that you wouldn't normally do and watch what yeah. he does
0: yeah as simple as that will you give him your yes what areas have you not given him your yes yet that's really what faith can be boiled down to what are you still holding on to that you need to actually start believing and you need to let go of things but What do you actually need to start walking out that you claim to believe? Uh, What do you need to uh, have faith in? Where do you lack faith? And if you don't have any, ask for it. He will help you. He will help you. There was a man in the Scriptures that came to Jesus and said, I don't believe. Help me in my unbelief. And Jesus still had mercy on him and healed. I think it was his son that needed healing. So if you don't have faith in a certain area, ask for him to give it to you, and he will. He will do it if you ask with genuineness. Uh, But as we end this podcast, uh, I'll just pray a blessing of faith over you. Um, May faith rise up in your heart for the truths of God. Uh, May you begin to walk things out that you've said you believed, but never actually took steps of faith in. Uh, may God give you wisdom. May He give you greater measures of faith and belief. Uh, may He give you things and challenges um, on how your faith can grow in Him. Uh, and Bless your families. Bless your workplaces. And everyone around you will certainly be blessed because of your level of faith and faithfulness to the Word of God. Amen.